Last week was the trade deadline. Thank God for that, because some of y'all think I'm cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs or something. All right, that's right, man. The trade deadline is in the books. And in fact, we only have one week left in the regular fantasy season. And according to B-Goat, five teams left for only one spot. That's right. So we're going to look at, break down the action from week 12. Thanksgiving's in the book. One of the longer weeks of football is in the books. And there was a lot of action, a lot of mix-up in this league. So let's look at the winners, the losers. Let's look at the league activity. Now that the trade deadline is done, who's at stake to miss the playoffs or getting into the playoffs as we all fight for that $450 first place prize? Let the Hunger Games begin. Let's dig in. All right, so in week... Well, the league median was 123.53 points. We're going we're gonna to leave my matchup for the end here. We're going we're gonna to look at these other ones first. The Gronkineers bouncing back with a big win over Troy Bois. I was very happy to see this win over Troy Bois because Troy Bois is in my division. And him and I have been battling for that first seed, which gets a first round bye in the playoffs. And I want that. I want that first round by. I know Troy Bois wants it as well, but the Buccaneers defense had different plans. They were able to hold Jonathan Taylor in check. The Gronkineers with Russell Wilson, not great. Russell Wilson was largely uh, stopped in this game. I think the finger is still bothering him. But Dontrell Hilliard, what a smart start from Gronk with Dontrell Hilliard getting that massive breakaway run on the receiving. Tannehill, not so great as he's missing almost all of his weapons now. <laughs> Darrell Henderson, solid. Jonathan Taylor, still solid, even though for most of that game, I mean, he was held in check. This is a pedestrian day for Jonathan Taylor here. Uh, Kareem Hunt should have a better week this week, not so much last week. Odell Beckham had a big uh, double move touchdown there, big play. Devontae Adams, pedestrian day. Terry McLaurin, fairly quiet. That was an Antonio Gibson, J.D. McKissick game against Seattle. It was kind of the game plan. Mike Evans, very quiet in this game. This was a Gronk game, and, and that's kind of sometimes you're going to see that when you got two of the alpha wide receivers. I call Gronk a wide receiver. He's one of Brady's favorite targets, man. Ten targets, double the amount of targets that Evans got, and so he got the points from Gronk, but that's a tough, you know, when you're trying to get 20 points from both these guys and they both are on the same offense, that can be very difficult uh, depending on the game script. But Michael Pittman, Dallas Goddard only one point. Aaron Rodgers in a super flex has been clutch from this year. And Indianapolis defense, mm, Troy Bois, you're going to learn not to mess with Tom Brady and the Buccaneers like that. A little too much stock on that Indianapolis Colts team there for you, brother. Uh, D New Orleans defense, Thanksgiving night. Now, see, Troy Bois is happy about this because his Buffalo Bills got a big win, 31-6 to over the Saints in the Superdome. So, big win, big win. What about points on the bench? There were some significant points on the bench for, for Troy Bois here, man. Oh, Van Jefferson with a big play, three receptions, 93 yards, a touchdown. One of those was over 50 yards, so he would have got the big bonus. Man, that could have added... That could have at least got you over the median, Troy Bois. So could have won. Mm, tough pill to swallow there. He goes to 16 and 8. Still in first place, but only one game ahead of myself. And 
We'll talk about what's going to happen in week 13 here in just a second. Trey Area wins over the Goonies. Over the league median, Trey Area takes a double win, goes to 11-13. and 13. Over the Goonies, who really needed that win, wanted that win, bad, man. But you look at his projection, only 119. He got 119.72. So can he really be that dis- disappointed? I mean, he hit his projection. He just didn't. He didn't over project, whereas Troy Area slightly, um, you know, over went over his projections. You look at Troy Baugh, I mean, significantly under his projection by 33 points. So that hurt him. Whereas Gronkineers over by 13. That was big. Ridley 18 really wanted to win in this one to to stay in that playoff contention. We're gonna look at the standings here in a second. But Ramsey getting the double win, and as Vigo pointed out, Ramsey is on quite a winning streak. I want to talk about Team Ramsey. Did you know he's on a six-game win streak? And guess what? That six-game win streak he has, he's got 50% of the team that I drafted. The monster game from Leonard Fournette where he went nuclear against the Colts defense, man, with the four touchdowns. Uh, Wonderful to see Colt Slayer Lenny. He's Lombardi Lenny. He's Colt Slayer Lenny. He gets the job done when we need it. Also, incredible decision, start defense here. Miami's defense, Ramsey making some very good decisions. Whereas Ridley went way under the projections, Swift got hurt in this game. That was a big factor. He was projected 20 points. Swift got hurt. It looks like he's going to miss some times. Darnell Mooney, great game. Nick Chubb, underperformed. Weird game script. Bad game for Baker Mayfield. Bad game for Nick Chubb against the Baltimore Ravens. Austin Hooper impacted by the Baker Mayfield play, zero for three. Uh, you could argue those three weren't even quality targets. Mac Jones overprojected. Great game from Mac Jones. His stock continues to rise. Jerry Judy still struggling to get going with Teddy Bridgewater coming off the high ankle sprain. Uber talent. Uber talent. Chargers defense not exactly easy uh, secondary to play with with that Derwin James and those other defensive weapons for the Chargers. Uh, silver prisms man getting knocked off wow the silver prisms 16 and 8 now are tied with myself this this is a uh, big man because i think this is the second week in the row that the silver prisms have lost no they won last week against bigo by only four points but they lost the league median so this week though silver prisms taking a double loss so that's three losses out of the last four thank god for that because some of y'all think i'm cuckoo for cocoa puffs or something bty bty man big another bty's on a win streak he just beat me last week and some of that was self-inflicted but bty getting the win here big josh allen tony pollard now looks like he's gonna his stock is gonna go up even more if zeke misses some time to get him fully healthy He's got a lot of stock here in that Dallas offense. was never a bad idea. Eckler, a stud. Michael Gallup filling in for C.D. Lamb and Amari Cooper. With hopefully Amari Cooper is no longer have COVID. He can come back. C.D. Lamb no longer in concussion protocol. Jalen Waddle, man, doing a little doing a little Waddle jig there on the touchdown. Anytime Tua is behind center, Jalen Waddle's a threat. He definitely showed that again this last week with 26 points. D.J. Moore even getting four on 103. Uh, and 10 targets, so that's good with uh, with old Cam back there who stunk it up, man. Um, but Miami putting that hurting on Cam. Uh, Kirk Cousins, 16, pedestrian, no offense, pedestrian, Buffalo, not bad. So Silver Prism is back with Christian McCaffrey on IR again. 
and now Christian McCaffrey done for the season. One of the biggest disappointments this year in football, in fantasy football. Little dumpster fire matchup right here. Mr. Dominator at 6 and 18. Sharp Hobbies in the playoffs, but only putting up 101 points, man. Went under his projection by 31 points. This is insane. So look at look at the uh, the projections here. Justin Herbert, Jacecki only 4.7, Mike Williams only 5.9, uh, under projected from Robinson at 14.4, Justin Jefferson uh, only 11.26, and Cam Newton really stunk it up with only 8.28, but somehow he was able to squeak out a single win <laughs> over Mr. Dominator, who's just really struggled this year with injuries, uh, just a combination of things, just not a I mean, look how. Whew, sorry, Mr. Dominator, but this is not. This is a really shaky-looking roster. Tyrod Taylor is your QB one. Kenyon Drake, Alex Collins, Jamison Crowder, Darius Slayton, Deontay Johnson, Darren Waller now doubtful, hurt, probably gonna miss some time. Daniel Jones gonna gonna miss some time, injured. Looks like he uh, injured his his neck or something there in that game. The Chargers. So you got Stafford on the bench with a lot of points. But, man, that's just a tough pill to swallow. Now, look at my matchup against myself and B-Goat. Andy's all knowledge of football. I picked up Andy Dalton, played him on Thanksgiving Day, and boy am I thankful because he went out there and played with conviction and purpose and led his team to a win, hit the over on the passing yards. Joe Mixon going nuclear. My man Joe Mixon, now the RB3 on the season. Can't tell you how thankful I am to have drafted him. In like the second-ish, I think this, actually, no, I think I got Joe Mixon in the third round. Um, um, I, I remember my first pick was Aaron Jones and then uh, and Kyler Murray were my first picks. And Aaron Jones, I actually sat him uh, because I felt even though he was coming back off of the ankle or, or the knee, that A.J. Dillon was still creeping up, man. And sure enough, A.J. Dillon getting the touchdown, getting the lion's share of the carries. Uber talent. Uber talent. Fantastic. Kendrick Bourne, I just had a good feeling about this game with how depleted Tennessee was. Just so happened Kendrick Bourne made a couple incredible plays, getting two touchdowns. One of them was for over 40 yards. So, boom, I just hit the hit the jackpot on that. Chris Godwin, the Bucks wide receivers, except for Gronk, didn't, didn't get there. Brandon Ayuk, his stock is going to keep going up now with Debo Samuel missing time. I didn't get there with my tight end, didn't get there with my defense. Heineke did okay, but, um, you know, with, between Mixon, Dylan, Kendrick Bourne, and uh, Andy Dalton, man, they really helped me get there to 130 points. And and B-Goat, I'll, I'll go ahead, bring in B-Goat. All right, B-Goat, take it away. Good morning to my two fan club members. Unfortunately, the rest of you are just stuck with watching the show. Last week, I had an, op- I had an opportunity to make the playoffs. I mean, that was at least my last glimmering hope that I had. Unfortunately, bad decisions, zero patience, and listening to Andy's all knowledge of football has caused me to go to the toilet bowl. Thank you very much to Andy and myself because we both have been a curse to my team. Last week was the trade deadline. Thank you. God for that, because some of y'all think I'm cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs or something. Because these trades that I get from some people, don't worry, I'm not going to bring out your names, but y'all crazy. 
I ain't that crazy. But that's for another day, another time. Because I want to talk about Team Ramsey. Did you know he's on a six-game win streak? Oof. And guess what? That six-game win streak he has, he's got 50% of the team that I drafted. Now, I'm going to take credit for that. Don't you worry about that. Wait, 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 wait. Calm down, Team Ramsey. I know dry humor is a lost cause now. Don't worry. I'll give you the credit. Secretly, I'll take the credit, though, when I talk to Andy, and I'll say, you know, that was my team. Hunter Renfro and Rashad Bateman. These two have been the curse for me the last two weeks. One's a fifth-round pick. The other one's a first-round pick. I play Hunter Renfro, he gets me five points. Makes me lose. He'd been doing pretty decent the whole, whole year. So, then what do I do? I listen to Andy and everybody else, and I bench him. I bench him for Rashad Bateman, a first round pick that has uber talent, uber talent. But, he doesn't have a quarterback that can throw. All he can do is run. So. Rashad Bateman gives me nothing, and I lose. Hunter Renfro gets 19-something points. Could have won. This, this segment would have been all about talking bad about Andy's team and how I won and I was the best player in the world. But that didn't happen. But that's okay. I'm looking forward to the toilet bowl. Speaking of that, did you know that there's five teams left for only one spot? There's only one spot available for the playoffs, and five of you can make that. So, let the Hunger Games begin. And back to you, Andy. Let the Hunger Games begin. You heard it from Bigo right there. There's five spots left in the playoffs. Mm, Bigo, your banter is always very enjoyable. I think I'm going to be your new mascot, man. Take a little gif of me, put me in the system. I'm going to be over there. Right, for Bigo in the toilet bowl, get me a little poop emoji shirt. One of them little poop emojis or one of your little... I want to get a, a, banter, a Bigo's banter shirt design from your new logo that Troy Bois designed for you. And get me a little... I can I can stand in your corner so you can see my, my sad faces when you start Rashad Bateman over Hunter Renfro. Or, you know, when you start uh, Carson Wentz over... <laughs> I don't know. Let's look at the standings. Let's look at what's going on with this playoff bracket right now. Eater Report gets a first round by. Myself and Sharp Hobbies battling it out in the first round. Troy Bois, first round by. Jets Crazy Blaine, BTYD606, battling it out for the second round. And that's, that's next week. And so right now, I really would like to win this week. And I would really like for Troy Bois to lose this week or just... I mean, it's, we're neck and neck. Him and I are neck and neck. We're, we're obviously definitely in the playoffs as the top six go in, and we're four games ahead of Jets. Crazy, He-Man, Rug Jr. is, uh, we're five games ahead of him. But, uh, and the same thing with Division Two. You know, you have Eater Report definitely in. Blaine, BTY, definitely in at 16 and 8. But Sharp Hobbies at 14 and 10 is right behind Eater Report. So if Eater Report loses again, goes to 16 and 10, Sharp Hobbies goes to 16 and 10, now, all of a sudden, you could look at a potential tie scenario where it goes for total points four. It's going to be very hard for Sharp Hobbies to uh, vault Eater Pork because his total points four are 1730, over 100 more than Sharp Hobbies. So that's likely not going to happen. So both of these teams are safe here. And you look at uh, teams that are on the fence. There, there's Basically, it's for Division One because 
even with a double win from Ramsey here, he could go to 13 and 13, and uh, Sharp Hobbies could draw to drop to 14 and 12, or six. Uh, Blaine could drop to 16 and 10, which is still not going to be enough for Ramsey, Ridley, or Aquino, Mister Dominator, to get in. Uh, B Goat is 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 way out of it. I mean, he's already prepping for the toilet bowl. He's he's prepping. He's prepping. He's out there. He's hustling, trying to uh, you know. I'm looking forward to the toilet bowl. Good luck, B Goat. Like I said, man, hit me up. I want to get in as a mascot on your for your toilet bowl team. I'd like the same thing for you too. Get in a mascot for my team. But the the big competition here is Rug Junior, He Man P, and Jets Crazy trying to take this last playoff spot on my team or on, on Division One. And you look, uh, Troy Blah and myself, we're, we're safely in. We're battling it out for a first-round bye. Just like you have Eater, Pork, and Blaine battling it out for a first-round bye. Their, their, division, their records are tied. So let's look at week 13. But before we do that real quick, I want to see what the waiver wire activity was like. Trevor Lawrence picked up uh, for Gabriel Davis. $48 Troy Blah spent on Trevor Lawrence and... I think he way overpaid for him. He's playing the Rams at the Rams this week. I, I I don't really expect a big performance from Trevor Lawrence, but he does have a dual threat capability, and he can rack up some rushing yards, and he can make some big throws, and he could get lucky. You know, Davante Parker coming back from IR. Uh, Eater of Pork really needs the depth at wide receiver. Paid $23 for him. Blaine was in at 5 um, Deshaun Jackson on Vegas now picked up for Jeremy McNichols, 11 for Jets Crazy. Chubba Hubbard, Rug Jr. picked up Chubba Hubbard as uh, Christian McCaffrey now goes on IR again. His season is done. Of course, Bego was in there at zero, but Chubba Hubbard picked up for Zach, who dropped Zach Wilson in at $10. Um, I picked up the Rams defense, dropped the Cowboys. They were out there. I feel very good uh, about that. I'm excited to start the Rams defense this week as they're playing Jacksonville, but they're playing in L.A. at home. The Rams need to keep winning. They're trying to fight for some a better seating in their playoff race, and so that's going to be a big matchup. Uh, drop the Cowboys defense. They did have three bids on that, a rug at five and Ridley at three, so I'm glad I put in seven. Ridley picked up Tevin Coleman for six. Begoed in at zero. And um, I was able to get Foster Moreau for six. Wow, I way overpaid for Foster Moreau. Andy's all knowledge of football. Uh, Troy Bois, Matt Breida, the Buffalo running back, kind of taking over there because he's got some uh, some more juice. Then Zach Moss, Devin Singletary, Gerald Everett, Boston Scott. All right, so week 13, I'm playing Trey area right now, neck and neck. I've got to make some uh, mix-ups to my roster. Uh, Silver Prism's got a very cushy matchup over Mr. Dominator. So when you look, Blaine, who are you playing, Blaine? Because Blaine is now in a must-win scenario because it looks like Silver Prism's is going to win his matchup um, against Mr. Dominator. Blaine is playing Ramsey1027, who's had a really good roster these last few weeks. He's on you know, that incredible win streak. So Blaine is going to have to show up right now very neck-and-neck. Gronkineers going up against Bego. Gronkineers in a must-win scenario to make the playoffs. You know Bego's fighting 110% every week. He always brings the heat. And so Bego, no exception. And Troy Bois, man. Troy Bois, now at 16-8. The Goonies, man. So the Goonies in this must-win scenario. Well, the Goonies, the Goonies are in Division 2. 
But it is the top six seeds overall. Like Bigot said, there is five. So technically, Ramsey, Ridley, Rugg, uh, Goonies, and He-Man all in contention to fight for this last spot. This just in, the <laughs> Bigot says this league is trying to hand Rugg Jr. the championship because we let him have Chubba Hubbard for $10, and only him and Bigot were in on Chubba Hubbard. Well, I don't know about the other guys, but Rugg may not even make, I mean, he's got a really tough road to make the playoffs. His points for are kind of low. He's got to get a double win, and he's got to uh, hope that Jets crazy loses. He's got to hope that He-Man loses. He's got to hope that Ramsey loses. And so, and he's got to hope that Ridley only gets a maximum of one. So his chances of, of getting into the playoffs are fairly slim, B-Goat. I see some uh, possible complaints about the waiver player list. Uh, uh, Labor, Hubbard on the list. Yeah, you do have to have a, a keen eye for details sometimes on the waiver wire list. They're normally sorted by fantasy points. So you can sort by different metrics on there to figure out where your player is that... Uh, <laughs> the, sometimes this league is sleeping on the waiver wires, but mostly I, I disagree. I, I think that uh, people are pretty active on the waiver wires. I think this has been a very competitive league. I know, B-Goat, you're trying to, you know, trying to divert the, the fact that you're fighting for the poop bowl. I'm looking forward to the toilet bowl. Uh, it's all good. I'm, I'm sure that there's been some weeks that people have slept on the waiver wire. Maybe there's been... Some weeks where people didn't need anything from the waiver wire. Not all of us like to get on the waiver wire every single week and change up a roster every single week, B-Goat. Match, rounding up the matchups, the key matchups in week 13. Of course, myself against Trey Area, neck and neck and projections here. Silver Prisms. We talked about his implications as the first seed in Division 2 against Mr. Dominator, 6-18. and 18. Ridley trying to fight to get in. Sharp Hobbies trying to... Uh, just improve his standings in the playoffs. He's he's gonna be in um, 14 and 10. I don't think he'll lose out to a tiebreaker. He's got some pretty solid points for. Then BTY is definitely fighting for a first round bye against Ramsey, who's trying to get into the playoffs. Gronk is trying to get into the playoffs, but he's got B Goat standing in his way at 40. percent He's got the goat wanting to take down the Gronkineers. He would love to take down the Gronkineers. And then you got Troy Bois at the Goonies. The Goonies trying to get in. Troy Bois trying to fight against me for the first round bye. Come on, let's go, Goonies. So, you know, we're, this is a fun, fun chat. This has been a great league, and it's uh, just really starting to heat up. You look at the scores for Week 13. We've got Dallas in the Superdome on Thursday night. Tampa at Atlanta. Uh, finally get to play Atlanta. Oh, I'm, uh, that's a juicy matchup for Tampa. Expect some more. Leonard Fournette, Ronald Jones, Arizona at Chicago. The Chargers at the Bengals. Minnesota at Detroit. There you go. Detroit, Minnesota trying. Detroit trying to get their first win. Minnesota fighting for their own playoffs. Indy at Houston, divisional matchup. Can Indy bounce back against the loss to Tampa Bay? The Giants at Miami. Mike Glennon, the starting quarterback for the Giants. And that's a big one. Potential Miami defense put the hurting on some Giants. Philadelphia at the Jets. Come on, Jalen Hurts. Let's go. 
Washington football team at the Las Vegas Raiders. Big matchup for Washington. I think they might upset the Raiders in this, man. I think they might. Heineke's been looking better and better, B-Goats. Jacksonville at the Rams. That's going to be a, a really tough matchup for Jackson. Rams are looking to bounce back. Baltimore at Pittsburgh late Sunday. Divisional matchup. Baltimore, Pittsburgh get off of a nasty loss from Cincinnati. Baltimore, time for them to get it going. San Francisco against Seattle at Seattle. Ooh, that's a tough matchup. San Fran, man, fighting for the playoffs. Seattle now pretty much out of it. They're done. So I don't know what's going to happen in that game. Um, that's an interesting one to, to keep an eye on is in that 12th man stadium. Denver at Kansas City Sunday night. Ooh, that's going to be a fun Good matchup. Kansas City defense playing better and better. Denver's defense, solid. What's going to happen? I like that matchup a lot. That one's going to be fun. And then last but not least, certainly, is the second coming of Tom Brady, Mac Jones, and the New England Patriots with a couple of the best coaches in the league going up in Buffalo at the Buffalo Bills and what's going to be a cold, cold game. Frigid, frigid. I can't even imagine with the, the temperatures at that game, it's going to be ice cold, baby. But somebody's going to be hot. We'll see what version of Josh Allen we're going to get and what version. We know Mac Jones, is. He's going to, he runs a tight ship, man. He runs a tight ship, as B-Goat would say, from the Navy. Uh, so I'll be back. Let's break it all down, baby. Good luck this weekend to you all. Fight hard. Play clean. Good luck. Have fun. Peace. Tell Coca-Cola has signed me on a multi-million dollar contract. They've noticed me on my new rise in fame and they know talent at its finest. So make sure you crack open a Coca-Cola while you listen to my banter. I give credit to Andy. He picked up Kendrick Boron, scored 23.60 points. Nobody else picked him up. He was there all the way up until Sunday morning and uh, that helped him win. Mr. Dominator, I think you're in the poop bowl with me because you, sir, are on an eight-game lose streak. You were killing it. You were crushing it in the beginning. I don't know what happened. Maybe you were listening to Andy too much. I don't know. Anyways, if I've done my math right, there's one spot left for the playoff contention. Only one. But there's five teams still able to pick up that one last spot. So this weekend's going to be pretty crazy, crazy and massive. 